Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. This is an On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. The Toronto Raptors come off the trade deadline doing nothing as it was foretold. But answered the trade deadline of nothingness with a win. We're recapping it all as the Toronto Raptors would come to a victory close but end up losing to the Utah Jazz 122-116 on Friday night. How did everything go down? Let's get right into the action after this. This is Toronto Raptors post recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, and let's get the show started. A matchup for the interest out of the trade deadline for the NBA features the Toronto Raptors going head-to-head against the Utah Jazz in Toronto, Ontario, as they fall to the Utah Jazz 122-116. We're going to get into the game summary right off the bat here. But first, a look at who was inactive and who did not play from both ends of the field. So... For the Toronto Raptors, we had inactive, we had OG Ananobi. OG Oh My, as presented by Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong. Otto Porter Jr. was out there as well 
as inactive. The people that did not play for the Toronto Raptors in DNP were Delano Banton, Jeff Dowton, Ron Harper Jr. Delancho Her Egnogamus Her Egnogamus and Christian Coloco Those were your inactives and did not play for the Toronto Raptors. Inactive for the Utah Jazz, who are hosting this year's NBA 2023 All-Star Game. We'll touch on that a little bit later in the show. Damian Jones. Johnny Juzenga. Jezenga. Micah Potter, Julian Toscano, Anderson, and Russell Resford. Westbrook. Those were who were inactive for the and did not play for the youth of jazz. Venue was Scotiabank Arena, the place of which they played. Now it's time to get down to the game that here. So Field goal percentage is where we start off. The Raptors were 45.1% from the field goal percentage. Meanwhile, the Utah Jazz were 54% from field goal range. The three-point range for Utah Jazz was 25%, but the Raptors was 35.3% from three-point range. Raptors turned the ball over 13 times. The Utah Jazz turned the ball over 17 times. Raptors had 40 rebounds, 
and Utah had 46 rebounds, 31 assists for Utah Jazz, and 28 assists for the Raptors. Up next, the Jazz visit New York tonight. And Sunday, Super Bowl weekend, the Raptors are in action against Detroit. At the half, we had a score last night of, let's take a look. Raptors, 58, Utah Jazz, 61, Raptors in the lead, oh no, excuse me, Utah Jazz in the lead, 61, Raptors trailing by three at the half. Third quarter action. We finished the third quarter with a score of Raptors 83, Utah Jazz 96. And then our last quarter finishes with the final score, Raptors 116. Utah Jazz, 122. Pascal Siakam scored 35 points, topping 30 for the second straight game. And the Toronto Raptors' three-game winning streak could not be extended as they have not won four straight at any point this season. Around four minutes and 53 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter, the Toronto led... 
112 to 100 over the Utah Jazz. But by the finish of the fourth quarter, the Utah Jazz tied it with a 12-0 run capped by Sexton three-point play with two minutes and 34 seconds left. Then the Raptors led 96-83 through three quarters, but shot eight for 23 in the fourth, in which Utah Jazz outscored them 39-20 and in the final period. of the game within the last five minutes a lot of guys made big plays down the stretch but I'm not but I'm most impressed with our defense Hardy said 55 points allowed in the second half 20 points in the fourth quarter four points in the last five minutes of the game That came from Hardy. Nick Nurch says, I thought he played decent for just getting here. And he's talking about Jacob Polterelli, who came off the bench after being acquired from the San from San Antonio. Ahead of the deadline. Utah finished. Six from 19. In three point range. After an 0 for 5 start. As the game went on. We did a better job of getting to our second and third actions, creating some better look from three, Hardy said. This comes from APnews.com slash NBA. And a, and a reminder that the head coaches, we will hear from them post the end of this show. Let's look at our top performers as part of the opening segment of this post recap for the Sports for Beginners podcast for Raptors. And here we go with our top performers. We will take a quick break after we get to our top performers to run our middle segment game balls of the game. Then we will do a game 
ball pickup of the game, followed by the look ahead of both the Raptors and Utah Jazz schedules. As they approach or get ready to approach the All-Star Game of the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. So, where are the top performers in the Toronto Raptors? I'm going to start with the Fred Van Fleet part of the Raptors. 17 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. Four for thirteen in terms of three in terms of field goal unit. Three of nine in terms of three point range. Six of seven in terms of three throws. Three throws. Offensive rebound one. One defensive rebound. Oh no, excuse me. Three defeat defensive rebounds. And personal fouls. Five. He turned the ball over three times. That's okay. That's a good. That's a good start for the top performer. That's a good start. Uh, on the second point of our of our Toronto Raptors top performers, I'm gonna give Pascal Siakam some. Love here, 39 minutes played, 35 points, including six rebounds, four assists, three steals, 12 of 21 from field goals, five of seven from three-point range, six of seven as well as three as Freddie Van Fleet in three throws. One offensive rebound, five defensive rebounds, four personal fouls, and three turnovers. Our second comes from the, our third, excuse me, comes from the bench. 
And I gotta give it to Thaddeus Young. 12 minutes played, four points, three rebounds. Two steals, two of three field goals. Did not have three point shot, did not have a field goal shot in three in free throws. One offensive rebound, two defensive rebounds, three personal fouls, and one turnover. Hmm. All right, let's have a look at Utah Jazz in terms of top performers. I'm going to go with, to start us off, I'm going to go with Colin Sexton, 37 minutes. 22 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 8 of 14 from field goals, 6 of 3, no, 0 for 3, excuse me. No, no, no. Six of seven. Six of seven. In free throws. O for three in three points. No offensive rebounds. Five defensive rebounds. Three personal fouls and three turnovers. Um, that's an interesting performance by him. Next, I'm going to go with Walker Kessler, who played 32 minutes, 23 points within those 32 minutes, nine rebounds, one assist, 10 of 12 in field goals. Didn't see the three throw line of three points. Did, however, have three of seven free throws made. Four offensive rebounds. Five defensive rebounds. Three personal fouls. Oh, no, excuse me, one personal foul and no turnovers. The last one we're going to go with within the starters is Kelly Olienek. 32 minutes, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 8 Assist, one steal, one block, six to 12 in field goals, one of five in three point. Two of two in free throws. One offensive rebound, 
six defensive rebounds, two personal fouls, and two turnovers. All right, so those are the top performers of the game. And right now, let's take a break to come back and do our game balls of the game and our game ball pickups. This is Raptors and Youth of Jazz postgame show, and we continue the postgame react, recap, in just a few minutes. Taking us out, it is the head coach. of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse. He's next. And he takes us out into break. The game balls. And game ball picket pickups are next. Stay with us. This is Raptors post game recap. Back with you in a moment. Well, they were in the bonus, right? Two minutes in, right? I think it was seven seven zero in the first three or four minutes of the half. We had some guys in foul troubles. It was um, after doing a really good job most of the night of um, you know pretty much everything. Um, just a lot of trips. Um, you know, they drove it and either got the basket or got a, got to the free throw line. I will have to watch the tape. Doug. We'll have to watch the tape on that. Yeah. What did you think of? Uh, yeah. It was okay. It was good. Good solid start. And probably did some good things. Good screen and rolls and and um, you know got got to the free throw line. Um, I thought he played decent for just getting here for sure. Uh, you know, again, I thought I thought everything was going just just the way we wanted it to for, you know, the first 36 minutes of that game. I thought we were making really good decisions. We obviously were, you know, shooting it in a little bit from the perimeter. Our assist numbers are really high. Um, you know, I think I think uh, it's really good. We just we just couldn't you know stop the parade to the free throw line in the fourth quarter. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, 
the blue, the baseball season in MLB and the hockey season in the NHL, then you come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast with me, Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors during basketball season. We've got you covered every week but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash sportsforbeginnerspodcast87. And to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, Please visit https https colon slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress dot com. Once again, that is https colon slash sports for beginners number zero Welcome back inside the Raptors. Welcome back inside the Raptors post recap. I am your host of the Sports for Beginners podcast post recap Raptors edition. Thomas McGregor, it is now time before we hear from the head coach of the youth, the Jazz. It is now time to hear our game balls and game ball pickups. As we've ran through the first segment where we talked about the game stats and our top performers of the game. Just a reminder, the Utah Jazz are back in action tonight as they face New York. And the Raptors are getting ready to host Detroit on Sunday. The podcast of the Sports Beginners podcast feed will drop immediately following tip-off against the Ute, against the Detroit Pistons, which tips off at 3 p.m. The Utah Jazz, however, are back at it again. 7.30 is the, is the time of tip-off 
and they faced the New York Knicks in New York. All right, time to look at our game balls. We don't have an attendance record right now, so we can't confirm how many people were in attendance in this game, but that is okay. There's always the next post recap, which could be hosted by your host of the Sports Beginners podcast, Scott McGregor. But we are bringing you in to our game balls segment that will never go away, no matter if it's a post-game show or a post-recap show. This is the conversations we'll be having right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start this time with Yusa Jazz, who are the host of the 2023 N. BA season all-star games which is around the corner with the NBA trade deadline out of the way I'm going to give some love to Rudy Gay 17 minutes 12 points 2 rebounds 1 assist Four of six in field goals, one of two in three-pointers, three of three in free throws, two defensive rebounds, and nothing more to show there. You know, I you know, I do feel like that is worth a game ball. Maybe a little bit more needs to be taken in, so he could be a game ball and a game ball pickup, but that is who I'm going with for the NBA game balls today. And for the Toronto Raptors, my game ball of the game is going to Scotty Barnes. 39 minutes played, 12 points coming out of it, 17 rebounds. Oh, excuse me, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. 5 of 14 from field goal. Zero of three in three pointers. Two of two in three throws. Three throws. Three offensive rebounds. Four defensive rebounds. Three personal fouls. M1 turnover. Hey, we didn't talk about personal fouls and uh, turnovers for Rudy Gabe. Let's see. Did he have any personal fouls? No, he did not have any personal fouls. He had two turnovers, though. That wraps up the game balls part of our segment, but we're not done just yet on the middle segment here of the post recap. Now let's look at game ball pickups. But before we do, let's hear from 
the head coach of the Utah Jazz party and see what he had to say on the Let's hear what he had to say about the performance. If you're interested in learning about good conversations while I'm looking for the head coach, you can find an AMI audio podcast that could be your liking that is called Kelly and Ramya, which was originally called Kelly and Company. You can find that on AMI Audio or AMI TV weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Here's some great conversation. All right. Here's the best we can get from the head coach, Hardy, is the head coach of the Utah Jazz. And as we hear from him, we'll get ready for the game ball pickup part of our segment before taking a quick 60-second break to bring us to a Look ahead segment and a wrap up of post recap. Here we go. Will Hardy is the head coach of Utah Jazz and speaks with us now from the media. We've talked a lot the last couple of days about just our approach, our mentality, being able to maintain our focus and mindset through good moments in a game and tough moments in a game. Every NBA game has runs, especially when you play 
very good teams and and very good players. Um, I thought we came out in the second half with great purpose and went on a 23 to 10 run to start the half. Obviously then Cleveland makes their run. And I thought our guys just really dug in and, and stayed the course and stayed focused on the little things. Um, a lot of guys stepped up. Obviously, this is a first half. My bad. Uh, obviously, JC was was massive for us in the second half. I think he had 24 points in the second half. He had, I think we had a seven-point play at one point, which is exactly what I told him to do. You know, he made some big plays, B's big late free throws. Lowry was steady and solid uh, against a very good defense that was being very physical with him and top-locking him all over the court. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We're on the Cavs post-game interview. Let me just fix that up a bit. And uh, we'll hear about the Raptors. That's the one we're supposed to hear from. We'll hear about him on the Raptors. Here we go. Way the team maintained focus and an understanding of how we wanted to play on both ends of the way the team maintained focus and an understanding of how we wanted to play on both ends of the court. You know, credit to Toronto. They made a lot of tough shots. They came out hot from three, and our guys did not waver in their approach uh, as to what the game plan was, what we were trying to take away from them. A lot of guys made big plays down the stretch, but most impressed with our defense. 55 points in the second half, 20 points in the fourth quarter, four points in the last five minutes of the game. And on the road, a really tough place to play. It's a great crowd always here in Toronto. Um, just proud of the team's effort. Everybody was was locked in uh, all the way through the game, and everybody that touched the court uh, participated in tonight's win and, and had big plays. So, a great team went on the road for us. Yeah, I think, you know, last game, that, that's a hard day. Um, you're right there at the deadline. Moves are happening, um, you know, right before the game. It's, it's hard emotionally to maintain focus. Like, as a coach, it's, it's easy for me to say, everybody lock in on what we're doing. Um, it's not that simple. And, you know, a lot of guys were thrust into different roles, like immediately in that, that first game. Um, and so I think today I just felt like everybody was a little more settled. Um, the nerves of the trade deadline are, are over. The uncertainty of all of that is over, which helps settle everybody's mind. Everybody understands kind of where they fit um, on our team in this moment. Um, things can always change based on injuries or good or bad play like I mean things can always change but everybody I think came to the gym tonight after shoot around like with a real understanding of where they where they were and what's expected of them and you know credit to them everybody played really really hard and so 
yes, I do think that the the clarity helped everybody's mindset. Um, and I'm uh, just very, very proud of their approach. I thought we did a good job of not letting um, Siakam get to his right hand and get downhill. He's he's a problem. Um, you know, he's going to the All-Star game for a reason. He's a good player. And um, I thought we did a, a good job of containing Ian Barnes for the most part, driving the ball. Um, I thought we did a good job of not letting Van Fleet get easy looks. I think he got he got one clean look there late in the game from three. But for the most part, I thought our guards were very locked in on, um, you know, trying to send him right a little bit more in pick and roll and uh, making making those shots tough for him. So it was uh, it was a really great team effort on the defensive end because those are things we had been trying to do the whole game. We had done some of them well. We had done some of them not as well. Um, and on top of that, Toronto had been hot from three. And so it was just about staying the course and, you know, trying to control what we could control. And the guys did that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it seems like in transition, like they got obviously a few that were going to break out on live ball numbers, but we've been talking about this basically. Also. It seems like they were some really good closeouts. Really good possessions where they were getting back. What would you like on that? Yeah, I thought number one, the effort to get back and protect the basket first was good. I thought um, we did a good job of communicating. The guys who are behind the play have to look at what's ahead of them and understand where the weak points are and where our disadvantage is. And do they need to run to the weak side of the court to find the shooter? And I think for the most part, we did that. Um, I thought there was a, you know, we, we picked our communication up a whole level tonight i think that's great now the, the question will be can we do it again and can we do it again and again and again and again like anybody can do it one time so um it's great to see that growth and now we'll be looking for consistency there is will hardy of the utah jazz our game ball pickup are next but first Let's take a 30-second break and hear from the Take Another Look podcast, which airs episodes any Saturday that they can get episodes out on your favorite podcasting platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can even listen to them on YouTube if you prefer to have a visual viewing. I'll let Sean take it away. This is Raptors Post Recap. The final part of our middle segment and beginning of our last segment, which is the look ahead, is coming your way right around the corner after this 30-second break. Take another look. Here to Felix and Melanie Fadio-Long. 
two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone wants to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. And welcome back inside to the Words for Beginners studio. Penguins fans who may be joining us for basketball content. It was a late night action game. And although you beat the Anaheim Ducks, it was quite an interesting game for you to play as you put the Anaheim Ducks down six to three. All right. Welcome back, Raptors fans and Utah Jazz, to the post-recap edition of a post-game show on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Be sure to follow my podcast on Facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. And of course, you can find me on Spotify, Apple, for On the Ice and Behind the Benches content. We are currently working on two post-game shows, one of which is getting ready to launch as we recap the Columbus Blue Jackets and Toronto Maple Leafs meeting number one of a home and home series. And I will be back with you if you're interested in that content for another great show of Columbus Blue Jackets and Toronto Maple Leafs content. As we recap meeting number two of our home and home series. Live from Toronto, Ontario. The arena of which Toronto Raptors played last night. As the venue. All right. Time now for game ball pickup in the show and now here's how it works with game ball pickup just like game puck pickup which will be initiated into post game shows for ice content i will get in touch with our host of sports for beginners scott mcgregor on that to see if we can make that happen it's an idea I have for the ice action game puck pickup. It will be a point where we pick from both teams one player that we think deserves to maybe work out their performance a little bit better than what they did today or tonight in this case, since we are talking about 
Friday night's action between the Raptors and the Utah Jazz. So, I'm going to take a game ball pickup and give it to, and I apologize in advance if I get the name wrong, but to make sure I don't get the name wrong, I'm going to give it to, on Utah Jazz's side, the man wearing number 20, Aizu. Izukabuka, Izukabuka, Buka, 16 minutes played, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 1 steal, 2 personal fouls, 1 block, 3 for 3 in field goals. Four defensive rebounds. And oh no, excuse me, not three defensive rebounds, four defensive rebounds for him. Two personal fouls, two turnovers. Yeah, I, I can see a little bit more with the three-pointer point of this. I I feel like you need to uh, bring it up a little bit. You might need to start scoring some threes, but hey, hey, we just got past the trade deadline. Give them some time to adjust give you guys some time to adjust and we already heard from the head coach of Utah Jazz saying that you give the Raptors credit for keeping those guys intact with each other and containing guys like Scotty Barnes and uh Pascal Siakam and I believe he said also, I think he said Precious Achua was was one of the ones as well. Speaking of the Raptors, though, and what has been said by Will Hardy, head coach of the Utah Jazz, which good luck to those guys tonight when they face the New York Knicks at 7.30 in New York. Good luck to them. Hopefully they get a win. Moving to the Raptors game ball pickup, and I'm I I'm not I'm not a lot of people say they have good intentions with Tradadius Young or Thaddeus Young, and a lot of people say they have problems with Gary Trent Jr. I don't have a problem with either of those guys. The one I had a problem with was Malachi Flint 
six minutes played. Okay, that's good. But where are the points, man? Where's your points? Where are you making any points here? We, we, I feel like we're losing you. I feel like we're losing you in the game here. Uh, one rebound. That's good. He got an assist. He got a steal. Uh, he was oh, he was zero. He was zero for one in field goal percentage. He had three. He was zero for one in three pointers. He was not good on the field goals. He was not good on the three pointers. He was not seen in free throws, but hey, credit to the starters on that. They helped Malachi Flynn, Thaddeus Young, Chris Boucher, and Polterelli with that. He had one defensive rebound, one personal foul, and one turnover. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I'm, I mean, look, I'm not one, I'm not one to bring fans of each teams. I'm not one to bring fans of each team down. But it is a game in the end, and you have to be able to report on stuff here. And look, 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 when you're not doing, or when you, when you have a team like the Raptors or the Utah Jazz that have their starters performing well. I also kind of expect the bench to be performing well as well on both sides. Let's look at the bench on Utah. When your team is performing, its starters are off to a shaky start and your bench is doing somewhat better. That's good team. That's a good team. But I'm but I'm not going to make but like but you can make the argument. You could make the argument that the Utah Jazz could have won this game without even making a single field goal. And you could you could also make you could also make it a fact that They could have, the Utah Jazz, who are winners in this game, could have also won it with turnovers. But you could also make an argument that the Toronto Raptors could have won that way as well. So, all right. Those are the game balls. The Utah Jazz are winners in this game. And hopefully they get a win over the New York Knicks. 7.30 start time. We'll take a 10-second break. 10-minute break. Quick 10-minute break and hear from both all over the map.
And since there's a Penguin recap happening on Sports for Beginners on the other side, we'll hear from... the penguins goal horn plus a word from my podcast on the ice and behind the benches which has a commercial in progress so spoiler alert there is another commercial coming up spoiler alert yeah we are about to hit the end of our show so we'll take a quick 10 minute break and we will be back to wrap up the show with the look ahead for both teams in the Toronto Raptors and the Utah Jazz. A reminder, if you love what I've been mentioning about Kelly and Ramya, you can catch that on AMI-TV and AMI-audio weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Some great conversations are ahead of you. When you, when you listen to that podcast, be sure to check us out as well. And we will be right back to wrap up the show. Just a reminder, though, that the New York Knicks are back in action tonight. And they play the Utah Jazz, who are coming off a victory against the Toronto Raptors. Once again, that score to take us into that 10 minute break was one twenty two youth the jazz one sixteen Toronto Raptors. It is the post game recap Raptors edition. And we continue in 10 minutes or less. See you in 10 minutes. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map. With me, Ali Moose, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. To learn more, please visit http colon slash
Hey, hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this podcast is designed for hockey fans like So whether you're driving with work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the bus, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make a nice and behind the Get ready for a fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Alton Brecker, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. We are back and we are ready to wrap up the show. It is time now for the look ahead part of the show. And we begin with the Raptors. We're jumping with, we're jumping straight into the Raptors. look ahead so and this comes courtesy of sportsnet 
So where do the Raptors go from here? Well, their next game is a 3 p.m. start on Super Bowl Sunday when they face the Detroit Pistons at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Should there be a Raptors post-game after the game, be sure to join Scott McGregor with a recap or myself with a recap on the game. They have Monday off and then we'll play Tuesday welcoming the Orlando Magic. You can catch this on Sportsnet 1 and Sportsnet 1 for K. at 7.30 Tuesday, 14th of February. Then the Toronto Raptors have another day off Wednesday before welcoming in the New Orleans Pelicans on February 23rd, Thursday. Where they have a 730 tip-off in Toronto, Saturday 25th of February, we have a matchup between the Detroit Pistons in Detroit with tip-off happening at 12 p.m. But we ain't done yet. As Sunday after Saturday, we have a third, we have a Sunday night edition of Raptors basketball featuring the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Toronto Raptors on the 26th of February, a day off Monday, and then it's Tuesday the 28th against Chicago after we pay a visit to Cleveland and Detroit on both Saturday and Sunday.
as we move into March and the and the Toronto Blue Jay baseball spring training part, the Raptors have no game until Thursday. When they face the Washington Wizards twice in Washington, first at 7 p.m. and then 5 p.m. on Saturday, March the 4th. To Denver we go. As the Raptors play the Denver Nuggets at 9 p.m. And the last part of the look ahead we will do is Wednesday, February, March the 8th. And Friday, March 10. When the Raptors will play against Kalai Leonard and the Los Angeles Clippers at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And then 10.30, it's LeBron James versus the Toronto Raptors and Scotty Barnes at 10.30 Friday, the 10th of March. That is the look ahead for the Raptors moving into a home series on Tuesday, February the 14th, excuse me, March the 14th, not February 14th, March the 14th, and it'll play the Denver Nuggets to start things off, Oklahoma follows later, and then the Minnesota Timberwolves on Saturday, March the 18th, as part of a three-game homestand, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Let's bring in Utah to the to the uh, play in. They are back at it. Tonight with a 7.30 tip off time. So let's have a look here. The Raptors played 
see Utah Jazz last night. And now the Utah Jazz head to New York. But where exactly is their schedule going? Let's look at where they go. So, we finished with the Raptors. We all know that after tonight's action against the New York Knicks, the Indiana Pacers welcomed the Utah Jazz. on February the 13th. Let's uh, make sure we've got this right where they're playing. Let's get this right here. Utah Jazz are going against the New York Knicks. We know that. But let's just run it back again. It's 7.30 New York Knicks against the Utah Jazz. Tonight, 7.30. And then let's see, are they headed home or are they already home? They are on the road. So they are heading home, but they have to go into Indiana first to face the Indiana Pacers on Monday night at 7 p.m. in Indiana. It's an 8 p.m. drop time for the tip-off in Memphis. As they play the Memphis Grizzlies at 8 p.m. on Wednesday night. The Oklahoma City Thunder come to Utah. 
for a 9 p.m. tip-off on Thursday night. And then it's back-to-back 9 p.m. tip-offs. Beginning Saturday and Tuesday. As the San Antonio Spurs come to Utah for two matchups, both beginning at 9 p.m. in Utah on Saturday the 25th and the 28th. Tuesday, moving to March, March 3rd, we have an Oklahoma City Thunder back-to-back beginning Friday and Sunday. March 3rd and March 5th as the Oklahoma City Thunder will play on March 3rd, uh, 8 p.m. tip-off time, and then a 7 p.m. tip-off time on March 5th against the Utah Jazz. March 7th, it's the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz in Dallas at 8.30. The Orlando Magic then come in to invite the Utah Jazz in Orlando. For a 7 p.m. tip-off time on Thursday night. The Charlotte Hornets welcome the Utah Jazz on March 11th. Saturday to a 7 p.m. tip-off time when they go head-to-head on Saturday night. Then it's heat time. As the Miami Heat and Utah Jazz go head-to-head on March 13th at 7.30 p.m.
then the Utah Jazz come home and they play against the Sacramento Kings, the Boston Celtics, the Portland Trailblazers, the Milwaukee Bucks, before heading on the road to face the Sacramento Kings again. The first game at home starts at 9 o'clock on March the 18th. March 20th is the Sacramento Kings game at 9 p.m. as well on home soil. The Portland Trail Brazers is also a 9 o'clock tip-off time on March the 22nd. And the Milwaukee Bucks game is also a 9 p.m. drop tip-off on March 24th. The Sacramento Kings will meet the Utah Jazz on March 25th at 10 p.m. for a tip-off in Sacramento. Before the Utah Jazz welcome the Phoenix Suns on Monday at 9 p.m. March 27th. That is it. That is the look ahead for both the Utah Jazz winners in this game 122-116 the final And the Toronto Raptors looking to bounce back against the Detroit Pistons on Sunday afternoon against the Detroit Pistons. Tip-off is at 3 p.m. And that does it pretty much for our show. So before I give my final words out, let's uh, hear that Raptors chant again. You have been listening to Toronto Raptors post recap. on the Sports for Beginners podcast page. Be sure to follow our podcast at its Facebook page. Sports for Beginners is Facebook page to be exact. Facebook.com slash Sports for Beginners is name. 
And if you want to look at the reactions for post-game shows like what we do, before I bring that, before I bring up the Sports for Beginners Facebook page link, make sure you also check in to Sportsnet 590, the fans, Will Lou. reaction pod get all the information you need before the game and after the game with Locked On Raptors part of the Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every day did they did they miss anything Did we not cover something that they missed? You have the call on whatever you want to listen to for Raptors content. Be sure to follow our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Sports for Beginners Podcast 87. Once again, that is facebook.com slash Sports for Beginners Podcast 87. Send us an email at the Sports for Beginners email address, Sports for Beginners. 8231 at gmail.com. And be sure to send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Scott dash McGregor dash sports. Be sure if you want to be a part of the audience and behind the benches to send us a voice message at Thomas Dash McGregor Dash Zero and please include your permission to use it. If you would like to hear your voices on future episodes when they air, because privacy is our number one concern, we respect everyone's privacy and their time. We respect everyone and we want and we appreciate you checking us out wherever you may be checking us out on the podcast so if you want to send a voice message to either podcast platform go to anchor.fm slash thomas dash mcgregor zero for a voice message to the on the ice and behind the benches podcast go to anchor.fm slash scott mcgregor dash 
support for a voice message to the Sports for Beginners podcast. And you can even visit the official website of the Sports for Beginners podcast, Sports for Beginners Zero dot wordpress.com well that is our show that is the post game reaction thanks so much for joining us thank you so much for listening with us if it's your first listen or somewhere in between that does it for the first post raptors recap Enjoy the basketball, enjoy the baseball season coming, and after this, Begins our outro music. You have listened to or have been listening to Raptors post recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. And remember that you can always join us for daily episodes of our podcast on Fridays. We have a new show that airs weekly, two days a week, called Weekly in Sports, which just released their first episode. Make sure you check that out if you're interested in what we have in store for you on Weekly in Sports. And with that being said, as Ali always reminds us on his podcast, we will do here in this podcast that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. The outro music is next, but first, take it away. Raptors chant. We'll see you on the next Raptors post recap. Let's go Raptors and stay safe out there, Raptors fans. Thank you for listening to this special On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast post-Raptors recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. We hope you all join us next time for another edition of Raptors recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. 
Thank you to our co-host, Thomas McGregor, host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, for providing us with the recap on the Utah Jazz and Raptors game. See you after tip-off for Magic and Raptors, coming soon.